voice of the black and amber. Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. TC Tars, World of Gaelic Games. Right, a very good evening. You're very welcome to TC Tars, World of Gaelic Games. Patrick in for Kieran Nari. Kieran could have fluid on the knee or something like that today. <laughs> we say hello to Kieran Muldowney. Evening, Pat. And to Nicky Brennan. Hello, Pat. And Kira down to uh, Eamon. Eamon, Pat. <laughs> How are you, Eamon? Not too bad, no. Last I heard, you were being flooded out. <laughs> After we were all right, for sure. We made it in anyway, so that's the yeah, main thing. Yeah, that's the thing, yeah. I thought I was looking at the, the, the pitch down in, in the sea when I was looking at year one. It was about all right. Yeah. Did it happen to you often, Eamon? No. No? No. Oh, very no, seldom. Very seldom, yeah. yeah, yeah. So. The sort of rubbish it brings in on the field, though, I mean, is the biggest problem, you know? That will be Nicky, all right, yeah. I think yeah. it's receded a bit since, like, you know, but... Yeah, yeah. 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 Asher, look, it's water falling on water. The That's water it. table is so high now in the, on the land, isn't it? Has to go somewhere, know? yeah. And Freshford Village is impassable, so be aware of that, anyone travelling. And the road across from uh, Three Castles, across Tower Road, is... Closed off as well. The Ardlow Road, as we call it. That one floods regularly. Oh, right, yeah, it? the best. The summer. <laughs> it may as well be on the Bleach Road. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except in the Bleach Road, or almost on the one category. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, um, uh, this evening, anyway, we're going to have uh, the interviews after the Under 13 A County Final and the Under 13 B County Final, and also a bit of a chat with Pat McDowell, who's manager of uh, the uh, Muckley Ladies Gaelic Football Team. That's all coming up in the program, and of course, we'll be chatting about all the games of the weekend. So, Eamon, what was your game at the weekend? I suppose yesterday. Two games. Yeah, uh, well, the, 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 yesterday was with the game I got to at the weekend, and I just thought Thomas Town, they were unbelievable. Sure, it was, you know, it's a long time coming, I suppose, for, for Thomas Town to, to make the, the step up to senior. Like, I think they were relegated in 1989, and they haven't been up senior since. Right. So, it was a long time, but I think it was, it was justified, and they were well deserving of their win, and um, just like. You know, yesterday everything they hit, they were just on. They were a team on form all through the year, really. Mm, and yeah, yeah, you know, more from a mental point of view, I thought yesterday Thomas Town were just from, right from the word go. They were, they were ready for it. And um, you know, Stephen Donnelly's performance, you could go through them all, really. But Eddie Donnelly as well yesterday. You know, right from the off, he was just he was he was the spare man, and he was able to conduct everything from early. And of course, one of my favourite players is you know John Donnelly. Yeah, I just thought you know he was just fantastic yesterday, and it was just great to be able to be there and to. To witness such a great performance and for Moonkine like you know they'll have other days and, and they'll come again and, and look at it, it was probably disappointing from that point of view for them like but you know you just yeah you have to give all the credit to Thomas Town yesterday and it was their day yeah and probably Moonkine didn't play as well as they can sure they didn't no they, you know there was more in them and, and that kind of thing and look it was disappointing from a Moonkine point of view you know but they'll come again and they have a, a good spring of youth there as well and they're a very exciting team but Yesterday, just to come up against a better side. Kira Muldowney, you've been watching all this intermediate uh, championship this year, and well, for for your sponsor, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Friends to make it very good that way. They, um, I look, I, I completely concur with what Eamon said. Thomas Umber outstanding yesterday. They were really good. They they started like a house on fire, like three 0 up after less than three minutes. Uh, that set the tone very early. Uh, they then. You know, either side of half time, they won a passage of the match one ten to two points. You know, dominant stuff like, and mm. their their forwards were on fire. Now, I thought, in fairness to them, uh, a couple of things stood out to me. They were very aggressive, you know, quite 
legitimately and fairly aggressive. Mm, like they mm. were, they were very good in the tackle. They won the ball back quickly. But then when they won it back, they were really composed. There was no such thing as just driving it or hitting it away. They were able to. They they popped it around a couple of times and almost seemed to get, always seemed to get it to somebody kind of in a wing backish position who was able to play great balls into the forwards. Then and they'd done that time after time after time, and the forwards fed on the ball inside. Then I mean, you know, you take Stephen Donnelly one eight from playing a county final as captain of your team. Brilliant stuff. Closely followed by John, who was outstanding and looked like a man who was trying to right the wrongs of a couple of county finals. And by God, did he do it yesterday. He was outstanding, led mm. his troops brilliantly, exactly what you need from a from a county man. And even, you know, <laughs> I'm going to use the same phrase I use every week here, but, you know, the teams with the best forwards win, and Thomastown had them like they... And they've been shooting the lights out all year. I just did a quick tot today, right? They played eight games between the league and the three knockout games. And at no stage did they score 25 points being their smallest score. They got over 30 on four occasions. Uh, you know, that kind of scoring is unbelievable at intermediate level. All the forwards able to score. Even, you know, the likes of Tucker Hanrahan, three points from playing the county final is outstanding, but sure it's lost in the rest of it, you know, uh, right now. And he was very, very good. Luke Connell in wing forward, excellent as well. And their backs built it for them. But, uh, you know, I, 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 thought it was, um, I thought it was a really, really good performance. People were giving out that it wasn't much of a match and it was too one-sided and all that, but I could see watching that Thomastown performance all day yesterday mm. I, thought, I thought they were really good and, and, and well deserving winners look they've been favourites for a long time now everybody at the start of the last few years has said that Thomastown are going to win it and well done to them they've done the job Nicky they look like a senior team yeah I said that a number of times even talking to the lads obviously they were reluctant to go into it but I think they're absolutely delighted now to be a senior club not, you know, on, the, on social media last night, somebody took a picture of the statue of Ollie Welsh down in Thomastown with the flag. Mm. And you know what? That's what it meant to them, you know, so long since they played. Uh, and they really looked at, they're a big team, they're ready for um, for senior. I think the turning point over the last couple of years was winning the under-21A last year. Because a fair chunk of the lads went on to the team, but they were ready for it. And they brought that form straight through. So they've, uh, they really have a team now ready for senior. And even yesterday now, a bold move now, I thought he went straight in at right half back in terms of when Zach Bay Hammond couldn't start. But putting John Joe Farrell back there appeared to be right half back. Now Kieran might have thought it was midfield, but but yeah, whatever. Like One way or the other, it still said a lot about the team that they shoved someone like John Joe Farrell up there where we'd know more as attacking forward, we'll say. But uh, no, they have good lads now. They have a good bench as well, and uh, a few more lads maybe that are ready for action. So I think they're geared up. I look at in my view, they're up in a, they're up in the top five six uh, of uh, of seniors. The teams to mind, put them in there at the start of next year. And you know, if you went into that with a very good club campaign behind you, I mean, Kenny Clubs. And no disrespect to your own. Kenny clubs at intermediate have performed very poorly in the club championship for whatever mm. reason. Now, I think Thomason will rectify that, and I think that'll give them a level of confidence coming into senior next year as well. Because bear in mind, they don't really have to can win that competition until be over in February. They don't have to be really ready again until a month out from uh, until the beginning of July yeah. now they'll probably be probably be in the football final as well very likely <laughs> but there could be there'll, be there'll be four or five of them on the Kilkenny panel next year yeah 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 yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, and um, yeah, um, I, I thought it was, um, I, I know it was hard luck on Zach Bay Hammond to get the injury, but I thought it was great that John Joe Farrell got to play a full part in this. Absolutely. After the career, you know, he, oh, I agree with you, he's, he's, he's playing with him since he was 17, like, yeah. you know. 
but he hurled yesterday with the head up the whole time. Oh, went, the whole time like, he yeah. had a couple of shots yeah. early and they went wide and mm. that stopped that. Then he was, you know, yeah. he was able to just kind of get the ball, flick it on, pass it on, mm. use his brain. And like Nicky said, you know, from years gone by, you would have seen him in at number 14 for, for Thomastown. And it does show the strength and depth that they have now as a panel. And I know you've touched on the pad a lot. The likes of Jay Burke and Eddie Donnelly there, yeah. three and six. There's your new spine. That's right, that they, yeah, and, yeah. You know, and I, I know it was... Um, it was well documented injuries they had last year, like you know. But when you look at the the the, the, the kind of depth that they have, it's just um, I concur with what Nicky said there as well. I'd probably have them, you know, between top six, top eight of a senior team, and I know we'll let them enjoy their intermediate win first, of course, and all that. And next year, take care of itself. But like they're, you know, they just they, they look like a team on the open. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, Kieran, uh, just talking about Thomastown, uh, they paid a lot more attention to to their their defence this year than anything. That's what they wanted to get right first and foremost. Yeah, they probably they probably knew, like most of us, I suppose, that they had good forwards, certainly for the intermediate grade anyway. And uh, you, you're right, like you pointed it out from early there about the way they had put Jay back at full-back and Eddie at centre-back, and that was good yesterday. Topman kind of erred a little bit in leaving Eddie Dunley just that little bit free. He's too good to be leaving free, and he swept up there brilliantly. And uh, the full-back line inside him was tigerish, you know. Ned Kerwin, very good at cornerback, like getting in the hurl in the tackle all the time. Um, Brian Staunton using the ball well, and John Joe and Brian Hanrahan as well there, using the ball very well for the forwards, you know. Yeah, but you, like you take it team who's well able to score Pat well then the management's focus immediately turns to starting out the defence and, and they did that and, and fair play to them but I think Eddie Donnelly was free because Munkine had had decided they were going to play a spare defender themselves so that left Eddie Donnelly free so that was it because uh, the centre back for um, Henry for Munkine um, was probably equally free enough but that's because of the way they but that kind of worked very much more to Thomason's advantage mm-hmm. I thought yeah uh, looking at it I, I was saying that uh, Eddie Donnelly thought all these Christmases had come together <laughs> uh, well the way he was in the first half yeah, exactly. you know, it, it was, it was uh, so so dominant but um, yeah and the other thing was that Thomastown dominated physically all over the field didn't they I, uh, like I mentioned that there a minute yeah. ago their aggression in the tackle was really good you know and they won the ball back lots and lots of times Munkine would have a Thomastown a dispossess him and spring on the counter attack <laughs> and uh, you know their discipline was quite good too they didn't concede many scores from freeze uh, didn't concede many frees in general all around uh, and uh, you know th- those are the simple things that win it for you and, and you know your tackling is one of the most important <coughs> parts of any team game uh, and they got that spot on yesterday mm. OK we're Annie Ian asked the junior <coughs> I watched it back on the I saw it on the clover pat I, I watched their own Saturday but I, you know Tuller I suppose they, they came into farm um, at the right time really they didn't come in under the radar they would have been there thereabouts but Freshford I suppose were touted as probably the favourites from earlier in the year and just I suppose when you look at the performance from Tuller from the week previous against Dixbury you know it mm. kind of they were kind of laying down a statement and you know when you have players like Walter Welsh Keane Donoghue and um, Marty Murphy, lads like that, you know, they're they're Marty Murphy. They're, they're very, they're well able to, to hurl like, and uh, you, you just couldn't take it away from. Albeit Fresher did get the game back to two points there, and that it, mm. you know, it was getting a bit closer. But I just thought, yeah. as the, you know, when you're looking at the first half performance there, I think they went in was it, you know, um, there were there was, was one eleven to, to nine, you know, nine so at the, time, you know, yeah. and, and um, Freshford had scored well. the last three points before yeah. half time as well, you know, so that mm. was kind of the. That was the kind of the, the quarter where they laid their mark, you mm. know, so they were... And um, I, I thought, again, they, they kind of just, 
you know, they won, they, they deserve to win at the end now. Yeah. Uh, Freshford, uh, well, uh, you know, came back into it in the second half, but uh, the, I suppose the thing that uh, when they came, I think they came within a point of, of uh, Tolliher and then they hit four wides in a row and then Tolliher hit two points and then that's three points in it and Tolliher just kick on. Now, I was kind of sneak keeping it kind of in one eye on the match from Moonkine, who was down at the Kamogi matches. And uh, while they did get closer to him, I mean, over the last couple of weeks, Tuller were the team that were driving forward the whole time. Freshford stumbled over the last two matches. So mm. there was some doubts about them. And, uh, you know, I thought coming into the final, Freshford might just find something for the final. But I think uh, Tuller are like Thomastown. Thomastown are going in in good stead into the senior. And I think Tuller are going in good stead into the um, intermediate. I think they're, they're, they're a far better team now than the last time they were in intermediate. Yeah, I think so. Then when you know the, the balance time, in terms yeah. of age profile, and yeah, I know much better. The ageless Pat Hartley just is like the bunny rabbit. He just keeps going and going and going with the battery. Um, but him aside, they're still they're a, they're a pretty young team. Yeah, someone said to him, "Did you get man of the match for telling all the other lads where to go?" Pointing him here and pointing him there. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, he was very, uh, he was uh, very instrumental in, in keeping them tight and all the rest. And of course, they 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 sort of snuffed out the the Freshford uh, um, attack. I thought Donnick O'Connor at full back I thought he looks really solid and then you had Larry Murphy at wing back and uh, uh, Marty Murphy he's uh, just gone 18 yeah, That's he's, not bad, yeah. very good look you know yeah. he's looks a great old paw on him yeah. as well you know so yeah well there was a question on the, on the text line came in last night when I was doing the sport about you know but you know none of them Mullivatla or uh, Tullerlas getting a crack at the 20s and all that you know but uh, mm. you know I'd say their, their time will come now yeah and uh, yeah, Danny Glennon, he got, he finished the goal and uh, knocked over a pint or two as well after. But uh, yeah, the solid performance all through. And I suppose uh, the one thing they had to watch a little bit on, on Saturday was uh, at times they were inclined to fade out in the game the second half. And uh, it looked like uh, Freshford had got a, a grip on it, but uh, they finished very strong and uh, they, were, they, they were kind of finished pulling away. So a good win there. And Freshford, one of the key things I took from it, Pat, was that Freshford had been scoring goals all year. That's and right, yeah. Tuller yeah. stopped that. You know, uh, yeah, that's that, that was a big factor, I thought. Massive yeah. factor, yeah. yeah so. Massive factor. Uh, Nicky, the under 13 A and B finals. Yeah, I couldn't have, for various reasons, I ran out of time last, last night's week and then we were busy on Monday night, so... I was getting questions during the week that you promised to play them interviews and you never did so that's a good sign so there's, uh, there's Pat Croke from Callan with the two Corcoran lads and then followed by uh, Michael Ryan from Venice Bridge followed by Dara Welsh and um, Ben Fitzgerald OK we start with Ryan A and Pat Croke John Locks Pat Croke, I know Pat, you had great days in Tipperary and Mullinahone, but this is special, Pat, to come in and coach an underage team because country teams don't win Kilkenny under 13 titles too easily, and this was a wonderful achievement. It was, yeah, it's, it's, it's actually huge. I, I can't remember Pat, any of the matches, even now, to be honest with you, with the excitement. It was a close match, it was a great match. Um, we're working towards it for a lot of years, I suppose. A lot of, a lot of coaches after going before us and working with these boys and bringing them to where they are today. Um, now you started a little bit slow Dan's fourth kind of were kind of on top for the first quarter but really after that I felt that you got a good grip on the game and the Corcoran twins really were they weren't the only players of course but they played dominant roles 
Yeah, we, did. we actually all year we were starting slow, um, so we we're trying to work on that. But obviously, it didn't it didn't work today, I suppose. But once we do get going, we tend to stay going. Um, a lot of fitness stuff done this year. The boys are great to train. No whinging about anything. You ask anything you ask them to do, they do it, and they stay going to the end in training. And they done it. It paid off today as well. The two boys, the Cochrans. The whole lot of them, not, not just the two boys, two boys are excellent, but we have loads of players all over the place. Um, Danny Powers, Owen McCorries, Killian Crokes, Jack Darmody's, everybody, Jack Sanderson, new lads coming in, Aaron Murphy only took up hurling a couple of years ago. So there's lo- loads of lads, do you know, it's not just a... Now I thought that your goalie absolutely was so confident with the ball, controlling the ball, nothing fazed him, and he played a big part in this victory. Jake is a great goalkeeper um, we, we, he started out the field this year he's great out the field as well but he's absolutely super in the goal um, when, when we see the ball going into him you'd be confident enough that he's going to deal with it you know, and he has, he has dealt with it and he dealt with a couple of ones at the end there as well which was great he's a super super hurler Did you say how's at the start of the year feeling that you were in with a real good chance of winning this Ryanair? We did, I suppose, after the disappointment of last year getting bet in the final. Um, we, we were, we knew if we put in an, an, enough work that we had a good chance of doing it. Um, so we're, we're always hopeful. You never know what had happened, I suppose. We felt it was building all year. We were disappointed with the league final um, to get bet in the, the dying minutes, but it still, it still spurred us on. It made us make the changes that we had to make on the team and things like that. So um, it felt like it was building. We were hoping from the start of the year that we would in with a shout of it so it's great now given the way under 15 has gone in the club now under 13 it really is a bright future I know it's been challenging at adult level but this if all these group of players and the older players can all be well worked over the next couple of years the future is bright for Callan it looks that way yeah it does there's some great players up along um, I suppose to, once people put in the work and stuff they, they'll get paid the rewards of it and I suppose it's the teams gone before these lads that have showed these lads that it's possible to challenge NA titles and things like that um, so and they'll be looking up to a lot of the 15s the 17s and hopefully the minors can do the business today as well in the Shield final in Callan now of course we should remember in fairness to finish Pat these are all only 13 year olds maybe 12 year olds so we have to be fair and balanced and not get lose the run of ourselves Oh yeah, no, no, they're, they're, I know there is some, some good players on it, but it's actually a team effort, you know, any, any couple of players won't win anything, it's a team and it's subs and everything that, that win, and we try to drill that in, just having a, a team and a team spirit and stuff, because we've seen over the years of some good hurlers, but maybe they hadn't the, the people with them and stuff, so um, it's just to build on what we have. So. Pat, well done and congrats to you and all involved. Thanks a million, thank you. I'm talking to the Corcoran boys. These are twins. They're identical twins. So I had to judge. Thankfully, the numbers of the jerseys in front of me. But Liam Corcoran, you had one whale of a game today. You were scoring points from all angles. Well done. Congratulations, Liam. Thank you. Thanks. Now, this was a hard game, wasn't it? Yeah, very hard. Yeah, they put it up to us. And listen, Sean, you were playing a centre-half back. You came out with incredible balls in the second half. Uh, you just put your head down and came on with it. Yeah, sure. You just had to clear it. Did you work hard all year under your coaches? Yeah, very hard. Tell us all that you did during the year. Ran up the hill ten times and two backwards and uh, done ten sprints every train and, and played a match and stuff. You lost the league final, but did you think after you lost the league final you, that the year mightn't go to well for you? No, we still had hope to win this championship. What does it mean for John Locks to win this championship? It's, it's amazing. They, we haven't won one in so much years, so uh, it was good to win it. And Liam, after all the, the City teams winning the Ryanair, isn't it brilliant to see a country team winning the Ryanair and uh, for Callan to do it? Yeah, it's brilliant for Callan to do it as well. Just to have them won since eight, 1984, so it's been a good while. 
Will you celebrate Hutton Callan this evening? God, we will. I'm sure you will. Well, look, well done to the Corcoran Twins. Stars of the game here for John Locke today. Well done, lads. A brilliant victory. And uh, go out now and celebrate with your teammates. Thank you. TC Tars World of Gaelic Games. Michael Ryan, congratulations, Michael. I tell you one thing now, that match went down to the wire and there was only three points in it in the end, but it did take that second half goal to give you a little bit of comfort. Absolutely, Nicky, yeah. We were hit early on in the in the first half with a, with a soccer punch and uh, we looked, the lads rallied savage and uh, look, uh, an unbelievable team and unbelievable young lads and a privilege to be coaching them and uh, thank God we got out there in the end. Look, it wasn't an easy day. The ground is a little bit heavy. There's a lot of head grass on it in a way, but nevertheless, look, conditions are the same for every team, but there was little between those two teams. All through 100%, Nicky. Yeah, look, the conditions are tough, but look, in fairness, it's a, it's a lovely morning for hurling, and it's great to be hurling on the 14th of October. And uh, look, it's the same for both teams. And you know, credit to Kerry Shock, they're an outstanding team. And look, it could have went either way, really. From the start of the year, did you have hopes that you could win this title? To be honest, Nicky, we were hoping just to win a, a first-round league game in Ryan B. It's a, it's a while since Benes Ridge have been in Ryan B at this, uh, this grade, so um, we were hoping just to maintain momentum in the league, and um, after that, then, look, we took it one game at a time, but no, we didn't. At the start of the year, we didn't think we'd be here, no. Now, it's putting a bit of pressure. I know we'll know the result of the senior match by the time this interview is played on our radio, but uh, for all of the seniors that are here, there's a bit of pressure on them now tomorrow. Absolutely, look, it's, it's, it's a brilliant weekend for Bridge Parish and uh, look, it's over to the seniors now and please God, we'll be all there to support them and shout them on and please God, they go over to Lachlan's tomorrow. A lot of these young lads, you know, I know from looking at them there, there's, uh, they're great hurlers for the future, some lovely strikers. I thought their overall touch was that little bit superior to Carrick Shocks than their striking as well and I think they were the big factors in the end. Absolutely, yeah, looking at me, I suppose we've, we've been, all year we've been preaching about uh, work rate and getting stuck in and, um, you know, those basic elements of the game and I think they've, cr- they've Showing great credit there and been outstanding all year for us that way, you know. Well, in fairness, we should recognise look, these chaps are only 13 years of age, maybe a number of them are 12 years of age, in fact. So I think we have to be fair about how we assess these games and we have to put everything in context. Absolutely. Look, I mean, you're talking about chaps here. We have chaps 11 years of age playing there today, 11, 12, 13. They're only young. It's all about encouraging them, getting the best out of them, giving them a future in hurling, you know. And um, please, God, they'll be, you know, they'll continue to wear the business with jersey and maybe, you know, one or two of them might even make the black and amber, you know. Well, look, Michael, finally, I mean, you yourself in your selectors you put in a lot of work into this it, it gives you great satisfaction as well in the, for all the hours that you spent with these lads here Ah, look, absolutely. Look, I mean, sure, this is brilliant. Like, I mean, this is why we get involved in hurling and coaching is to bring young lads, develop young lads. And days like this don't come around very often, you know. So we're going to cherish this one. Well done, Michael, and congratulations. Thanks, Diggy. Thanks. Well, I'm talking to the two giant captains of Bennis Bridge, Dara Ryan and Ben Fitzgerald. That was one tough game, wasn't it, Dara? It was, yeah. The how, how did you think you won it? Ah, uh, just hard work, effort, and dog, yep. And uh, Ben, the centre half back, you were clearing an awful lot of balls there down the field. Big, strong lad. How did you think that game went? Did you think you were going to win it? Uh, it went very well. I think we were we were playing very strong, and we were just kept winning balls and fighting for it. But it still took the goal from uh, I think it was Elliot might have got the goal in the second half for Ben. I, I wanted them left the Morrissey's anyway. But until you got that goal, it was anybody's game. Yeah, no, it was like we were very lucky to get that goal. Dara, did you do a lot of training this year under your manager Michael? Yeah, yeah we did. Thank when did you start? Probably January, or because the football we had the football like. And uh, was it every week? Then you were training. Yeah, I'd say so. So Ben, you're looking forward now to go back to celebrate, and of course the, the seniors are playing tomorrow now. So you have uh, you've left it down to the seniors now to try and win tomorrow. Yeah, sure. We have to hope they win now. Okay, lads. Listen, well done, lads, and congratulations on winning the county final. Thanks. Thank you. 
DC Tars World of Gaelic Games. DC Tars World of Gaelic Games. Okay, and we're gone half past uh, six, and we're joined by Andy Comerford. How are you, Andy? Well, Pat, how's it going? Not too bad. Not too bad. Looks like the ground is going to be heavy for next Sunday. Serious, yeah, yeah. We may get the the water skis out. I think it's going to be serious, yeah. Plenty of rain around, all right, yeah. The only thing is, you don't have tra- far to travel. No, we'll float down there and uh, <laughs> we'll be carrying two two paddles and we'll be down down where it all happens. Yeah, yeah. Andy, uh, usually the nearer you get to a, a match like this, the better the opposition become in your head. Oh, sure, listen, you know, they become better, but sure, listen, we have to face the reality, Pat. They are a very, very good team, you know, so, listen, they have all the aces, uh, have been playing well, and, like, I think I mentioned it last Monday, it's one word... Uh, to describe how well Auckland's are going to do this they have to have the hunger and they have to show that in the tackle they have to show that in all dimensions of the game and, and like to play for 65 minutes to be to, to have the subs coming in at the right time with to show the hunger and like as you know yourself Pat from years of experience watching matches and watching big matches a team that's on the go for a few years you know if they come up against a hungrier team it it, it outweighs a lot of the the physical ability and uh, and the attributes of skillful players if a team is really really hungry and really really want to win it it outweighs a lot of that skill you know especially particularly when a team is on the road for a long time I was talking to a Shamrocks man you know he'd be a great supporter of Shamrocks uh, down through the years and he said look we're going into a county final short six players that won the All-Ireland Club title earlier this year Yes, listen, shows how, 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 how the strength and depth that Shamrocks have. Now, listen, I suppose that's one point that we'll have to, the boys will have to kind of weigh up. Them players are missing, they've been replaced with, with, with players. Are these players superior? They seem to be as, every bit as good as the lads that they've left off. Uh, it's going to be debatable. It'll be tested on Sunday. Uh, how 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 these replacements are, but like, listen. No matter what we do, like you take your eye off of the Shamrocks for a split second and be ahead with two minutes of injury time to go and uh, and uh, take your eye off the ball. These lads are going to punish you, you know. So it's going to take maximum concentration, maximum hunger, maximum ability to take the chances when they come and I think it's going to take a couple of goals but it's, it's strength in the tackle we need and to basically upset them and, and, and try to get them out of kilter a little bit you know so these are all the things that I think maybe it's it's it could lead to a victory but again like I suppose the five lads like like definitely uh, Joey Holden is a big loss but has been replaced um, young Carker in there midfield he's been after being replaced Joey Cody he is kind of re- after being replaced like these are all big players you know for Shamrocks so they needed all them to win a club all Ireland uh, we'd be looking at it and saying just maybe they're, they're, they they seem to be a little bit not as good as that but the way they're playing so far this year they, ha- they have been showing no signs of it anyway have they Pat? No and uh, just looking say at the semi-final you know I'm counting kind of nine players uh, scored 
uh, and uh, that might include a sub or two that came on so they have that spread of scores no matter what Oh, listen, they have like the technical ability these players you just can't like to be, you have to be a hurler to appreciate like some of the skills that these lads are displaying and, and, and some of the skills that they have. So listen we can't, you can't you, like the spread of scores, they're well capable to score from the half back lane from the midfield, they're able to score from any angle, so they're able to unhinge a defence with a pass. Now, listen, we need to play push up the field, try and get upset, upset their backs, try and take them on, try and run them. Definitely we're gonna to have to move them around and and, and I think it's been a, a policy of the lads Lachlan's play management this year where they kind of decided that they were going to be a lot more mobile and run around the place. Now, listen, you're coming up against a team <clears throat> that can eliminate space and like they'll cover off a 15 metre. If you run into a 15 metre space where you think you have space, these lads will cut it off pretty quickly, you know, so they have the ability to do that. But listen, I think we're going to have to play very high up the field, try and get their backs on the back foot and, and try and take them on and like, listen, there might be one way of, of trying to upset them, but I think ultimately we'll, we'll, we'll be hoping for that they have a bad day you know basically hope, hoping that Shamrocks have a bad day because like they have all the aces and uh, it'll take a massive effort but listen I, the, the, the boys are keeping it very low key they're going in the right way they have the management have been there they've won county finals for Lachlan so they know what's involved they know how to do, go about it they lost two years ago that'll be hanging over the lads as well to, the, the, to make it you know even to possibly say right listen we came within a couple of points from the last day last time we played them and they're, uh, they were probably a stronger team then uh, so listen we have a good record again and we played them in an under 21 championship a few years ago a lot of the players that are involved on Sunday would have played in that match we beat them so listen we have no hang ups and I don't think we should have any hang ups but we need everything to go our way but we have to have that one word and we have to drill it I think drill it into the lads and if they have the hunger and uh, uh, I think it'll go a long way to, to making the foundations for a victory you know so it's very very it's like it's coming to the midweek now and lads are getting a bit anxious I suppose as you said earlier on lads get anxious around this time of the week don't they a week before a big match like this yeah uh, you were saying then uh, O'Loughlin's just have to front up and take him on man for man well Listen, I don't think sitting back is going to be the answer because these lads have the capabilities, you know, popping over points from, you know, 60, 70, 80 yards out and, you know, finding a pass. So, listen, if we can get on top of them, I think, take on their backs and, you know, press on the press on their on their backs when they get the ball and try and turn them over up there, you, I think it's the only policy to have because if we sit back, I think, you know, these lads, as I said, have the capabilities of going with a long delivery in and uh, the another great attribute as you know yourself Pat of, of, of Shamrock's players is their ability in the air you know so I think we have to limit their ball catching ability the great men to catch ball and you know if, if if they start catching ball inside the 45 there's only one thing on their mind they're going to be going for goal so we, you know I think our backs have to be very very careful under the high ball as well <laughs> to me like our backs seem to be solid or midfield you know I think a couple of lads now have to really 
really perform for us on Sunday. We'll be looking for the three county lads. We'll be looking at Mark Berrigan to be have a big performance. Paddy Butler, all these lads, you know, who have done it and have won a county final, they're going to have to lead on the likes of Jordan Malay and Dave Fogarty and all them kind of lads and show them the way. I think if we get massive performances out of them, you know, we have a fantastic chance. All right. Okay, uh, Andy, we leave it there and we'll uh, maybe talk to you later in the week. Please, God, yeah, and and, and uh, a shout out there for Baza, as we call him, Barry uh, Barry Henriques. I heard he's under the weather, so uh, get well, Barry, I hope. Baza, as we call him. We were on a trip to Australia one time and a guy started calling this guy Baza. And I said, what does Baza mean? It's Barry, it's Shaw, it's Australian for Barry. So we started calling Barry Henriques, Baza Henriques. So that's his nickname. I hope he gets better anyway. And so say all of us, right, Andy? Yeah. Thanks. Okay, Pat. Okay. Lovely. Right. Thanks very much. Thank you. Okay. That's Thank Andy Comerford there. And uh, yeah, hadn't heard that one before, Baza. And none of you heard that, no. <laughs> no. First I heard of it. First I heard of it as well, yeah. All right. Um, the Muckley women's football team, they're on the road again. Yeah, sure are, yeah. Paddy the Dub was out there, got Riley entertained, I hear. Okay. Does that mean you were out of a job? Well, we'll never know. I was otherwise engaged. Yeah, uh, he got the ice buns and all the he rest. He did, surely did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, well, Pat McDowell has been talking about it. Uh, they had a win there at the weekend. TC Tars, World of Gaelic Games. Now, I have Pat McDowell here from the management of the Mukali ladies football team. As a Willie Nelson song goes, Pat, you're on the road again. We're on the road again, Paddy. <laughs> Just about four there. Oh, yeah. Good, we'll say, right? Yeah, good match. Good match. Uh, at uh, at Lone give you uh, a good challenge and you know uh, they were a running team but your defence and, and your forwards, I know they kept you in even midfield there, Kelly Comfort there and the other girl, uh, Ellen Lauder. You know, they were very uh, good in the middle of the field but listen, as I was going to say there, you, you're on the road, like I said, but at Lone, you know, you didn't know what to expect from coming down. Had you any idea of their, of their uh, capabilities but... Uh, they really put it up to you there for a long time. Oh, oh, we did, Paddy. We watched them last Saturday. We went up to the county final last Saturday. Some, some, some of us went up to the county final last Saturday. Um, and we had an idea. We had an idea what they were like. And we kind of had earmarked some of our runners, number eight especially, Supergirl. Supergirl. Supergirl, in fairness. So I, I thought, look, I said to our girls, we play our own game. We have done that. We take we take, we take, take everything out, outside Kilkenny as a, as a one game at a time, bonus territory. Yeah. And last year it worked for us. And this year... Thank God it worked for us today. Yeah. We have the extra champions next week now. Serious team, I think. Yeah. Serious team. Yeah. We'll be tough. But yeah. We'll, we'll keep going. Yeah. You had a sub in there, uh, Sarah Brennan there. Uh, she came in at no, as a centre forward there instead of Sharon Ran. Ran. Yeah. She was uh, excellent there. She's very lively, you know. It just shows you that you have some strength in your in your, in your bench there to be able to bring on somebody of that capabilities. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. No, Sarah, Sarah's a great girl now. And, yeah. and look, I've, we've always said that. Everything is about the bench. Everything is about the girls like. Um, we had a lot of injuries this year. We 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 fell down with injuries this year. In fairness, we like I think our county final this year, we started with seven girls that didn't. Seven girls started the county final this year that didn't start last or that started last year. I ran out this year yeah. because because of injuries. Injuries, yeah. But like, look, that's that's where we go. Yeah. Every girl knows you to come down to your train. There's big numbers in training. They put in a big effort. Yeah. Our captain there is Kelly Comfort and Eddie Delcon is our joint captain, but she's injured unfortunately with a crochet. Yeah. But every girl knows when to come down, Paddy. That. Put in the efforts. Yeah, put in your effort and you go there. Because yeah. Sarah wasn't expecting to be started today. I rang her last night and I told her, listen, Sarah, you're in corner forward today. Just, yeah. like she knew what, not to turn up by just 
boat there. Very juicy. She was excellent. Yeah, yeah she, she was excellent. excellent. Yeah. yeah. You have a lot of good performers there. Kate Purcell, uh, constant torment to the, uh, at lone uh, defence. He also had uh, Sarah Corcoran there, a big strong girl that said, uh, you know, passes the ball around. Casey Nolan, as we know, your own daughter up front there as full forward. It's a handful for any full back. And then Hazel Moore there, probably going for a point where it nestled into the back of the net there and that probably goal uh, put the catalyst for your win there in the second half yeah yeah 100% like we knew I, I told Laura at home there my own daughter there that I think the girl playing full back for Athlone was is Robbie Henshaw's sister I think yeah. and you know when you're coming from that quality you're not going to get anything to do anything yeah. but Laura's willing to look after yeah. herself in fairness and she's tough she's yeah. strong um, Hazel Moore her ball running her ball carrying Kate Purcell she's doing it for us for years she's playing adults since she was 16 and She's she's one of our top girls, Ellen Lawler. Ah, look at you could go down through the field, but yeah. like our our our, our half back late today, we became all back to years I talked to yeah. the amount of ball she carried out of defence. True, especially so the last won everything that yeah. went down the centre there. Yeah. You know that yeah. all the more yeah. is a forward that was converted to a half back because as I said to you, we have injuries and yeah. but Arna Arla's tough. She's uh, and, and the other girl, small and such, but we can hurt you. The other girl, Aideen Cody there, excellent at full back, you know, awesome. broke out with some ball there, you know. Super bad. Uh, and and that, that's it. But like you said, Ellen Lawler, Kelly Comfort. Look, you will be going on down to Wexford next and do you know who you're playing in Wexford? No, we're actually up here, I think. Oh yeah, big yeah, up Harden. Two years ago yeah. we played Wexford down, yeah. down So it's a return so, yeah. I think is up here. As yeah. far as I know, yeah. I'm open so and do you know who the the, the Wexford I, I do I, I can't say their name now. Again we watched them the other night and they're not too bad. That's being strong, Gareth. Yeah. Being strong physically, Gareth. How I think they got this, the score four nine today, but we scored two eleven. Like, yeah. I mean, good score. Like, yeah, thirteen scores in an hour in a good team. Yeah. So we won't fear. Yeah, goals came at crucial times for you there. Halfway through the first half, halfway through the second half, just as that loan was getting back in. And in fairness, you know they did put the catalyst for that win for you. I know there was only probably one score in the in the end, but at times there you had them really pinned back into their own half. We did, we did, and probably didn't put on the scoreboard, Paddy. In fairness. A couple of silly white, maybe wrong decision making, maybe give the ball and it was better for the girl to go. But look at them things happen. Like, yeah. We can only look from the line and get frustrated. But like at the end of the day, the, them girls never let us down. They, they they always seem to come when it matters, you know, yeah. that way. And, and they come good when it matters. It's a great venue up here, pitch in excellent conditions, you know. Uh, uh, anybody coming up here will be more than welcomed and uh, well looked after. But I have to say, uh, the pitch was in excellent condition there. That was a big plus uh, considering the weather conditions we had for the last week or so. Well, as you probably saw, Paddy, we have light forwards, yeah, and they are ball carriers. So that's that's a big thing that you need. Yeah, big thing you need there. It's it's we don't win games on strength. We win games on pace on, on pace up front, especially like our, our our five or six forwards are very fast. Yeah, and that's that's a big thing, especially on the day that it will lift the, the pitch. Had it been yesterday, probably a different game, you know that kind of way. But didn't we did probably found the same thing as well. They yeah, they, yeah. they they have ball carriers as well. So. No, it was a lovely day for him. Listen, Pat, going forward, uh, we wish you the best of luck. Uh, got to an Leicester final uh, last year. Hopefully go on the same road again and just keep it going. Uh, football is thriving here in Mukali and uh, that's down to yourself and the management team and also the girls and the club itself. So, listen, we wish you the very best of luck, Pat. Thanks a million, Pat. That's great. Thank you very much, Pat. TC Tars World of Gaelic Games. TC Tars World of Gaelic Games. Okay, and uh, we're into Camogie and uh, how's uh, Aoife Lanigan is basking in glory. The Borough have won their third title in five years. Yes, great, it's great to win. As I was talking to somebody the other day, I said when we played, played we couldn't get further than junior and it's great now. In, in five years, we have three seniors and it's great to have them. And uh, you look at it, this 
they were kind of saying that when they started this year, they had one thing on their minds that that uh, senior cup was coming back to Palmerstown after losing it last year to Thomastown. They were hoping that it would come back this year, and from the start of the only the only team that kind of were anywhere near them this year was Piltown. Unfortunately, they got them in the semi final. So, like for Juice Wingap, their first first senior final, um, they as people said at the weekend like they could only beat who was put in front of them to play against them so they did and like you look at it the only team that beat them the whole year was Dick Spurs so they played well again too mm. so like um, great to have them there and uh, as Jenny Clifford said the captain for Dick Spurs said the other day when she received the cup she said uh, stand, stay together she said but lock the gates of, of, of Dublin Airport and don't let Denise out <laughs> <laughs> to keep her but right. oh yeah but uh, Denise uh, Denise was outstanding the other day, scoring one nine. Like her, her goal at the last, you could say in the last puck of the ball, um, five six whatever, were standing on the borough goal. And she just blasted it into the back of the net. Um, Kirsty in goal for Dixborough kind of tried to save it, but the power that Denise scored from yeah. hit it from the twenty one meter line. It was only one mind. I know it was. They were kind of no way coming back. As I said, near the full time anyway. But yeah. Great to see Borough now and then in two weeks' it's time they'll go to Leinster. Who are they playing? In They're playing St. Martin's Wexford. St. Martin's, and is that home or That away? is the home venue for Dixborough. So. And uh, I suppose uh, Dixborough really need for themselves now to make a, a real impression in the, the this championship. They do, yeah, because yeah. you look at it two years ago, the last time they won it, uh, they played St. Martin's again and uh, had played, had, or no, last time actually they played Owlert, but St. Martin's before they had played Martin's one year the first year they played and uh, just came a cropper down in St. Martin's uh, mm. a sunny day and uh, kind of the sun deceived Kirsty ball coming in and just the sun caught her uh, as she went to catch the ball and kind of passed into the into the net so uh, you kind of say which, what kind of a day do you want do you want a sunny day or, or, or a rainy day but uh, yeah it's just that day that they were they were beaten I think there was about two or three points they were beaten by that year but yeah kind of works with opponents they've kind of got the last few years so yeah they'll, they'll be wanting that they want to get further this year that uh, they get into the final because last year was Thomas Town they only they played Dublin team last year and they came a cropper kind of straight into the semi-final so yeah like two weeks to kind of build on it now and to get stronger yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how how stronger they can get. Yeah. If you know what I mean, like they were impressive. Yeah, they're very they're a very even team. Anyway, the real game, uh, the intermediate, extra time and the whole lot. Yes, and you were a proud man there. Of course, I am. Yeah, yes. Uh, yes, not? the grace, a grace. Like a lot of people kind of said, and thanks very much to Moonkind for facilitating us all for the two double header on Saturday. Um, you're looking like with the weather that we were getting, where we were going to have. It was originally supposed to be Thomastown. Then first thing Saturday morning, we're getting to Texas. Thomastown's closed off where we're going to get so within within an hour um, all clubs kind of were, got onto and the county board sorted out Moonkind a lot of people were saying ah that's not going to be fair Moonkind but Moonkind was the only one that could give us the, the, the pitch for the two games it held up Max, Max Lee, as Jenny Lifford said the pitch you couldn't do anything better than a pitch that was that was stood up so well for the two games uh, no rain that day but yeah fair juice to uh, the roar you look at it uh Last year they had played Jim Stevens in Bennis Bridge in the county final last year and had been winning the half time and Jim Stevens kind of kind of got stronger last year so the roar were kind of adamant then this year the same as as I said with the borough last year that they were coming out and they weren't going to let this slip and that they didn't. Yeah, and uh, going to extra time and the whole. Lot. Going to extra time, yeah. you did not know uh, coming 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 to uh, full time. You were kind of saying it was doing fro and as a the roar were winning, then Moonkind were winning, then it was. 
equalising and then it ended up nine pints each and you were kind of saying, right, what way will this? Or seven pints each and then you're going, how, how is it going to work? And then it's kind of kind of seven minutes into first half injury time. The great Cuiva uh, Kerr Murta, Eddie, Eddie Kerr's uh, granddaughter, uh, she was on the right side of, of a rook. The ball came loose from one of her own players, tipping it out to her and she had only one thing in mind when she got that litter. She was going for goal and well, did she... Rap, hit a rasper past uh, Crowley goalie uh, Moonkind uh, Ellen Crowley in goal and the crowd er, erupted with delight but you're saying right so they were going to continue on from that but Moonkind kind of came back then as well and you were kind of saying right again who's going to win and then kind of Moonkind kind of changed the players moved moved Sarah Crowley up up to the forward line and she took a shot and you were going to say is it going to go to the top corner of uh, Emma Cavanagh's goal but just skimmed the top, top of the post of the crossbar and went over so yeah Roar uh, survives in mm. one by two yeah and they're playing next weekend they're they? playing next weekend against uh, Buffers Alley of Wexford in the home fixture so right either in the uh, or the Roar wherever you yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the weather. Yeah, with the weather. Um, the the junior final then. Uh, is the junior final, the semi finals were held yesterday, uh, the weekend. Uh, first one on Saturday was Greg Lamanna against uh, Dixborough, and Greg Lamanna came out winners there, won seven to eight points. Uh, so then, this is other semi final was John Knox Bennett's Bridge against Tuller, and Tuller uh, or John Knox. Bridge came out two twenty one to two seven. So next weekend, then it's John Luxpens Ridge against Greg. A repeat. That of was the an impressive win junior. for them. It is like John Luxpens Ridge losing out in the county final last year. Mm. Like they're adamant that they're going to come back this year. Uh, like it's a repeat of the, the junior junior fi- uh, league finals. So yeah, the, the, the girls know each other kind of to build on at that. But uh, yeah, that's on next Saturday. We don't know where the venue yet is, but we're all, all sorting that out. out yeah. okay. But the other two big games at the weekend were the relegation finals. Right. Uh, the intermediate uh, relegation final uh, was St. Clair's, which is Glimacare Sleeve Rue against Carrick Shock, who had come up from junior last year. And uh, it went to extra time. And uh, so St. Clair's coming out then uh, um, got, got, came out stronger in the in this extra time and, and eventually winning 116 to 110. So Carrick Shock can go back to junior then and kind of build up again and come up next year or whenever. And then in the senior relegation final, uh, St. Martin's versus Conaghy, um, Katie Nolan got on her shooting things <laughs> other than playing her, playing her football oh, as well. Yeah. So, doing all of them. Uh, so, St. Martin's winning that, uh, 112 to 110. Conaghy going back to intermediate. They're missing Danielle Quigley and yeah, all that yeah. uh, with, with, with her knee injury. So, uh, I did did see her saying that, uh, looking forward to doing it. She says, I'm bringing them back to senior next year, which is good to see. Like, you know, she, she is... She's on the right, the right side of recovery now. Like she's, yeah. she's had surgery and she's well on to recovery. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Can he have a great chance of coming back up? Okay. Right. Uh, who's going to win the county final next weekend, lads? Come on. Kieran Muldowney, one word. Olachlins. Nicky Brennan. Olachlins. Shamrocks. Shamrocks. Okay. Packard, I just said well done to Emeralds. A cracking game yesterday morning. They defeated um, Johnstown 314 to 219 in the under 19D. Goals were key and they were the better team when it comes to begging the goals. Okay, and as uh, Kieran generally asks, your highlight of the weekend? Ladies first. Well, I suppose Dixborough winning their third title in five years. Thomastown. Thomastown as the team, yeah, okay. Yeah, I think Thomastown after so long. Yeah, Stephen Dunley, captain leading his team brilliantly. Okay, well, I'll go for the roar in the Stieg. Winning the intermediate camogie, that'll do.
Okay, bye and God bless. Take care and uh, Shamrocks from Anne and Stonyford. All right, <laughs> she's going for Shamrocks. Uh, and uh, we have uh, coming up. We have country time coming up uh, now with uh, Martin Morris. Bye and God bless. Take care. TC Tars World of Gaelic Games.